What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. We back episode six. Yes, sir. Ryan's here. Rich is here. What's up, fellas? We back, What's baby. Yo, something we used to do back in the day when we recorded is the numbers. So since we're counting again, I, I, I listen, fans. Just we stopped for a while, so the ones the we back episodes. Uh, it's just what we're, we're rolling with. I like it. like it. So this is we back. Ryan's been labeling them. We back. This is episode six. We missed one, two. We missed one through six so far, number wise. We can go back, but let's just jump in at six. Who's your favorite six, or who comes to mind, sports wise, when you think of the number six? Rich, who you got? Anyone? Or, or Ryan, you could jump in too. I don't want to put anybody on the spot here. Six. That's a tough one. I gotta go, LeBron. Right? LeBron six in yeah. Miami, right? Yeah. And now too. Now he's yeah. six, correct? He's, yeah, he's number six right now. Yeah, he changed back to number six. I can't keep up with him, man. I can't keep <laughs> up. He changed this year back to six from twenty-three. So yeah, I'll go Bron. We'll go. The, we'll go with Bron. Okay, the Bronny Bron episode, episode six. We back. Frankie boy's gonna be pumped to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get that guy back. In the meantime, we had a Super Bowl go down. Um, I know we had a really good time over here. I. I it was very eventful, and we could talk about this off the camera, the Ryan, um, but with this silliness, right? It's a silly story <laughs> over here. But me and Rich were basically doing the, you know, drinking the bottle of proper twelve, basically me and Rich, and then and we ate so fast, so much, <laughs> and it was like it was out of control. We had so much food, man, <laughs> and uh, had had you guys do on your end with the food because you you were traveling back, right? Too yes, yes. So I got there. Uh, traffic wasn't too bad back from New York City, but um, <clears throat> I got back. Me and my me and my roommates we split a hundred wings, and um, our our group of friends that we invite over, the girls that used to live below us, they brought like a couple pizzas, and it was good. It worked out. We got some cases of beer and stuff, and uh, we watched the Super Bowl, and they sat in our kitchen and gossiped. So. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. <laughs> nice, nice. My sister Allie, she's in, man. She's been into football pretty hard. I just given a, a an example of like a girl in my life. Like my wife, really. I mean, she could take it or leave it. She watches the Super Bowl, um, but and my mom doesn't either. My mom doesn't really get into it too much. And, but my sister Allie does now. Now so, that she's like, you know, put a little money down on some stuff. You know, the money changes everything. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. As soon as you start betting, oh yeah, it's like in. I'm in. We're, in. We're, now I want to watch, I want to do, I want to see, whatever it may be, and uh, and she's competitive anyway. So um, she's watching the game as well. And man, you know, it was a good game. So we don't got to go too too deep into it. I don't think it was anything too crazy to break down. Not what I thought. I'm be interested to hear Rich has to say about this too. Not what I thought. And I and I said that Zach Taylor I thought would have to call a really good game, and I thought he would. I thought this would be his coming out party on the offensive side of the ball. I didn't like it, man. I thought they were real like vanilla and plain. Um, run game was working for a while, and then they stopped. I don't know why that happened. Um, I don't know, Rich. What'd you think? What was your opinion on the game? Uh, it, it was a right game. I I definitely thought um, it's gonna be a little bit more exciting. Uh, Going to you know what you were talking about with uh, Zach Taylor and the Bengals, 
um, you know, they were they were clicking pretty well. You know, I think uh, Joe Mixon, I have the stats here. Uh, Joe Mixon rushed for 72 yards, you know. Um, but then in certain situations, they were giving the ball to P. Ryan, and, you know, and he rushed for zero yards because he kept on getting tackles for loss. You know, you can't be calling plays like that and losing momentum. Um, you know, the pass game for the Bengals was there. You know, Higgins had 100 yards. Uh, Chase had 89, you know. Um, Boyd had 48. Yeah, Boyd had 48. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a close game the whole time. And, you know, when, when the Rams got the ball back on, I think it was like four minutes left, I said, this is all the Rams needed to do was keep it closed. And they're going to make a game-winning drive, you know. And they went down a couple penalties that were a little, you know, that one call a lot of us, you know, or a lot of people think might not should, you know, shouldn't have been called. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, you have to make a stop. Um, and they didn't. And Cooper Cup ended up um, getting a second touchdown in the game and putting them up. And uh, you know, Joe Burrow had the opportunity to, you know, do a Joe Burrow come come from behind you know, drive there. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw in that last play when Aaron Donald got through and sacked him. Um, there's a, a zoomed out picture of chase burning Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey's on the ground. Like if Joe Burrow had one second more and heaved that up to chase, like we, you know, we, we would be sitting here saying the Bengals are the Super Bowl champs. It, it, it's pretty crazy. If you guys haven't seen the picture, but, uh, it was a good game. You know, I called Cooper cup winning MVP ended up having eight catches, for uh, what was it, 102 yards or something like that? Yeah, Cup eight for 92. Oh, 92. Okay. Well, yeah, touchdown. So, I mean, that was cool. You know, I thought he was gonna break the reception record, but still, eight eight receptions for 92 yards, two TDs, Super Bowl MVP. So, it was a good game overall. I liked it. Definitely was, and I did not see that picture of Burrow having Chase wide open. Man, Top you're right. Line. We could have been we could have been talking about this way different. Way yeah. differently. That's how close some of these things are. A lot of those um Bengals receivers got a lot of targets too in that game. So I thought they got the ball out there, but it was just it was no creativity to it. There was no flow to it. You know, it wasn't what they were looking like, you know, towards the end of the year and then into the momentum they had in the playoffs. The offense was always, like, clicking, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't clicking this game, right? Talk about that and talk about the loss of, you know, Odell Beckham for the Rams. <laughs> Could this have been a worse game, you know, for, yeah. for the Bengals if he stays in? Yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on real quick what Rich said. I saw, I saw that zoomed-out view of Jamar Chase wide open, and it, and it brought up uh, – I was reading it on Twitter – there was like a thread of people who wanted the Bengals to draft Penny Sewell instead. Um, and their their logic was there there's a meme behind it where it's these cartoon characters running around, whatever. Joe Burrow behind the line and they labeled the line anybody. Uh, anybody besides, you know, what they have anybody right now. And then downfield is Jamar Chase wide open, but it's the defense sacking Joe Burrow. And then the second clip was Penny Sewell or, or, you know, a built-up line. Joe Burrow having time and then anybody else wide open downfield. So they're saying, like, if you draft Jamar Chase, yeah, he's going to be open. He's going to be a playmaker. But he's, Joe Burrow's not going to have the time to get the ball to him. And 
you know, all year I don't I don't think this was true. I think Jamar Chase was the right pick, but it's just funny how that comes back full circle because people like quote tweeted uh, an old meme that these people made months and months ago when the draft was happening. Of they're like, all right, well this is what's going to happen if this is what we do, and it ended up you know the game losing drive on the <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, that's that's what happened. But uh, back to your question, Mike. Yeah, I, I thought OBJ would have torched the rest of that team if they and even if they made the adjustments, that opens it up more for Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford was having a real tough time. I think that second pick wasn't his fault. You know, goes right through the hands. It could be could have been a better throw, but when the you know when the ball hits you in the hands like that, you got to catch it. In my opinion, and that dude number eighteen, I forgot his name, Scour Scourneck, whatever. Same dude who dropped a wide open touchdown in, against the 49ers. You just, I mean, he, I don't know where he is on the depth chart, but it happens when someone goes out, that's when he starts making catches, or that's when he starts getting targets and they're not catches. So, um, but yeah, I think that OBJ would have continued to have a really good game. He might have gone over 100 yards. He might have had two touchdowns and been MVP. Um, but. The way that I agree with you, Mike. The way that the Bengals called that game was was I don't know if it was la- you know from lack of experience or whatever, but it's kind of like the sh- lights got a little too bright and they just started for forgetting what got them to where they were all season, and that's making those di- getting the ball to their play- dynamic playmakers, and you know they they were leaning on the run game a little bit, and like you said, they were going like why do you go to P Ryan on third and one? You know, you know you're going for it on fourth. You have to go for it on fourth. Why, why are you going to P Ryan then, and then go to you know? It's just the play calling just makes you scratch your head. But uh, yeah. not to take too much away from the Rams though, because the Rams, Matt Stafford came down. The defensive they had to do, Matt Stafford game winning drive. They hung in there and they came out with this win. But I I agree, it wasn't the most exciting game. But I'm glad it came down. You know, it was a one possession game because. This whole playoffs was was insane. We were spoiled with, you know, this entire playoffs. But overall, Super Bowl, I was I was happy with with the results and um, that Vegas always wins somehow. The four and a half is a crazy line, and uh, who knows what we would have had if we went to overtime. So it's crazy, right? How the peep, how this meme comes out, this video comes out. And they talk about, like, you know, well, we told you that this would happen if you didn't take Penny Sewell and all this, you know, meme, whatever. It's like, yo, one play yeah. out of the whole entire season saved these people from from putting, you know, like, oh, now. I See, we would have never heard about this, ever, yep. ever. It would have got burned, you know? They were waiting all year, and they got on the last play again. It's just so funny to me. It's so stupid, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Jamar Chase, great pick. What, Rich? What would they have said, though, if Burrow got that throw off and Chase scored? Well, you just never hear about it then. It's just good. It's just that that thing that's like they're trying to, like, break it, like, be right, or yep. I don't know, you know? It's just, like, prove something. It's like, nah, no. All year, this was the right pick. Yeah. I will – I, I, I have a question about uh, Odell. It's something I kind of noticed. I want to get your opinion in the game. But, uh, you know, in the beginning of the game, the Rams were clicking pretty well with Odell, with the, with the rounds. They were throwing him the ball. And as soon as he got hurt, it looked like that offense kind of took a step back. And I feel like they had a lot of game plans, you know, a lot of plays designed for Odell in this game. And um, 
And I think when he went out, that kind of threw him off a little bit. It took him a little bit to get back in the groove. And, you know, that's why they struggled a little bit mid-game. And, you know, and they ended up getting the drive at the end. But you guys kind of think that was, you know, part of the reason why you think the Rams might have slowed down in the middle of the game? Yeah, I think the air came out of them, too, when, when he got hurt, you know? Um, the air came out of the offense of the Bengals for whatever reason. I don't know. I just don't think they, like, took the step. Like, go. They never just went. They never just turned it, turned the car on. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and What about and after it. the half when T. Higgins gets that 75-yard bomb? Yeah, you that know, was that, that puts them up 17-10, I believe, or 17-13. Do you not think that was offensive P.I.? Uh, he grabbed his face mask and pulled them around. So yeah, but it's like I it, think it was, it's part of the game. It, it is what it is. Though. I don't think it was. Um, I think it was incidental. Yeah. yeah. To be honest with you, there wasn't much flags thrown in this game until that last drive. Yeah. I kind of like that. How they were letting yeah. them play. So that's why, like at the end of the game, by throwing those flags, it kind of like all game you've been letting these guys play, mm-hmm. and now you're gonna call them. It's like. But the the reason I bring that up, Bridge, is because I I don't think that's like evidence of their offense really clicking. I just think that's you know they got a one on one that they liked and some you know incidental contact whatever it is happened and he's just wide open for a long touchdown. I don't really think that's like oh the play calling was there and you know they were methodically moving up the field. It kind of just felt like. Let's say he doesn't get a hold of his face mask and Jalen Ramsey breaks that up, or he makes a good catch and he tackles him right away, something like that. But then maybe we get to see, you know, momentum carrying uh, over from from good play calling. But to me, that kind of seemed like a freak play that yeah. they didn't follow up the momentum with from after that play. Yeah. They let the momentum go. It seemed like. I agree. You know, how do you come out and score within twenty seconds in the second half, and then? not follow up with that momentum. You, mm-hmm. you, I, I agree 100% on that. Yeah, no, they got their air taken out of them, and, and the Rams did too. And I think when Odell was out, you know, he frees up so much of the middle of the field. Like when they show his routes, he's like running real fast down the middle of the field, slants across the field, drags. Like the, he's attracting people by how quick and fast he is moving across. And then Cooper Cup is getting behind that. So I think they just had to change their plan. And I think McVeigh does that well in-game. He changes his plan based on either guys he has or he doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they were always in the game. I think that's a really underrated thing that I know McVeigh gets a lot of credit for being a mastermind and a really good head coach. Um, but like in-game adjustments are really impressive to me at times with that guy. And I think they just needed time to do that. So it looked like the air came out of them a little bit. I think it was a different. I, I think it's a different than like you know a game script. Now that he's out, it's like all right. Now we're gonna run this. Now Cooper Cup is you know gonna have these options rather than these other options. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. now this guy's not in the game. So that's how it answered that question. But I think both those teams, Rich, you, you're correct. The air came out of both of them, and Ryan said it too. Yeah, and uh, they. I think they used Van Jefferson really well with that adjustment once OBJ went out. Uh, it's unfortunate they couldn't run the ball. If if they could run, if honestly if they could run the ball, I think this would have been a much different game. Uh, but Stafford really hung in there, and and you know it's sometimes it's tough. Like he's never been to a Super Bowl, he's never won a playoff game, but he still has that you know those years of experience. That I think helped out with shaking off those nerves of throwing two, you know one pick that's your fault. You try to force something, and a second that you know it is what it is. It could be your it could go on either guy. But still coming down and, and leading a game-winning drive, I think. Yeah. Um, that takes Agreeing. 
Agree. You know, Stafford had to throw the ball 40 times to get this win. Yeah. You know, going back to the running game, Cam Akers, 13 rushes for 21 yards. I mean, you got to have a little bit better help there with that run game. Yeah. Well, you got to commit to it, too. I, I you know, I, McVay is not about having to run the ball to set up his throw. He doesn't really care too much, right, against uh, for the play action either. Like, he's just... He's dropping back or he's in shotgun and he's raising letting Matt Stafford rip it down the field on you. You know what I'm saying? And when they when they're elite, they run the ball really well. Um it's gonna be interesting what Whitworth does, you know, at his age and does he continue does he come back? If not, I heard that his replacement is a free agent. So that I think is something they gotta think about. Do they re sign Aaron Don I mean they do they gotta give Aaron Donald a new contract. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. going to be worth it, saying like $18 million per year. Does Von Miller take less? Should. I think he will. Does Odell Beckham come back? What do you guys think? You want to get to that now? I mean, yeah, we can get that. That was my segue into it. Rich just wanted to jump like right that. in. Right? Jump right What's there, you know? That? Rich sends his, thing out, sends his thing out the other day. It's like, it's like a what-ifs again, right, Rich? Yeah, basically what-ifs. And the first one is Devontae Adams. They say the best team fit for him is the Las Vegas Raiders. What you got on that, Rye? Ooh. I mean, besides pairing him back up with Derek Carr, uh, I, don't really, I don't really know why. I mean, <laughs> the Raiders is just barely squeezed into the playoffs. I know they're going to have a new head coach. Uh, so there was, they've dealt with all sorts of issues this year. So I get that. Um, hopefully, you know, a new head coach with the right mindset will, will calm everything down. Hopefully, uh, who is it? John McDaniels, right? Hopefully yeah. he comes in and he's like a strong leader that they can look to, you know, get some of these young guys in check in Las Vegas. It's crazy over there, man. Um, <laughs> so hopefully he can get the, the rest of the team in check and, and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams can make that connection. I think that defense is getting sneakily good. Uh, so I mean, it couldn't be wouldn't be the worst place for him, but I wouldn't go out on a limb and say it's the best place for him. I, I think uh, there's plenty of places that he could go that um, he he would fare much better at. Um, give me one. Give me one. Where's he better at? Uh, let's see. Um, I like I like him if Aaron Rodgers stays to stay in in Green Bay. Um, I also like him in Denver. If even if he if uh, Aaron Rodgers goes or doesn't go, uh, they need to figure out that quarterback situation, regardless of what that looks like. So that that could change my mind on that. Um, I like him. Do you think Arizona makes a push to make Kyler Murray happy? Yeah. Get him another there big target. There's, maybe, there's another. maybe move on from Hopkins since he's been getting injured. You know just. I'm working with these are like what if scenarios, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, no, I I like that. I also think the Saints are are in big need of a of a wide receiver one. Uh, once again, another situation where you don't know the quarterback, so maybe that's a tough spot for him. But uh, Aaron Rodgers I, may go to New Orleans. Yeah, who who knows where this guy goes? Uh, he, he called off his engagement, so I mean he can go wherever, I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> he really? this guy, I don't know. I it's silliness with that guy. But he said, really though? Yeah, yeah. They said that. They said, "Dang, Aaron Rodgers still chasing the second ring." 
<laughs> yeah. Yo, I feel like whenever he gets into some like situation sometimes he's like in a relationship, right? Like didn't last time he had some something crazy with his career going on, like that one year. I mean I don't remember who he was with, Danica Patrick maybe or somebody, I don't remember. And now again, yeah. man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he, he's funny guy, man. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I, Devontae Adams. To, I like. I kind of like him in Las Vegas. Going back with his roommate. Um, I do think that's a, is a really good fit for him. I like him. Darren, Darren Waller. Darren Waller and him. Oh my gosh. Renfro. I know they got Zay Jones there too, but I don't. I don't know if he stays or what happens with him. Um, but they'll bring. It could bring anyone on the other side, and it's going to be okay. Ja- Josh Jacobs, man. Josh McDaniels calling the plays from New England. Defense pretty good. Max Crosby is – I like Max Crosby a lot. I like that defense, man. Um, Ngakwe, he plays on that team too, defense. Really good. I think they're very – Rich, where, where do you say um, – and then we'll move on. Devontae Adams, best fit, Vegas or – I like Vegas too. I, I was going to go there. I think that would be a cool fit. You know, that's probably – I think the main reason why they're thinking that is just because of the relationship Derek Carr and him have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh McDaniels going there, good offensive mind. I could get him the ball teaming him up with Darren Waller, you know, from the situation the Raiders were in this year to make a push like they did, you know, adding a Devontae Adams could keep in, you know, uh, a, a coach throughout the whole season, you know, they they, they could be right there playoff, you know. Exactly. So I, I like it. And I agree with Ryan. I do think, and I should have said this, I think the best fit for him is if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay and he stays in Green Bay. But if for some reason that's not the case, mm-hmm. then I think him with Derek Carr is the best fit in the Raiders. Rich, Chris Godwin, best fit, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you think? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I think that's, I mean, that's where he's been, you know. Why not stay there? I, I, I think he, you know, I think he kind of waits to see who his quarterback's going to be to kind of make that decision because if he's going to get, you know, they're going to draft someone or bring in someone that's not so good. He he might want to get out and go play somewhere else. Um, so I, I think he stays there, and I think it is, it's based off of who his quarterback is. All right, what do you think? Tampa Bay or somewhere else? Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good point. I think it's all dependent on who the quarterback is over there. Um because he can get, I mean, he can get a decent contract somewhere else. Um, he's before, I don't know, with the injuries and stuff, but he was really a pivotal part of that offense before he went down. And he's pretty um, diverse in what he could do, uh, well-rounded in what he could do. And I think that a lot of teams are starting to see, starting to find guys like that now that could that could catch the ball in space and, and run after the catch, can make those hard catches in traffic. Uh, emergence of, like, Debo Samuel. You know, people are trying to find the next one of the one of him, if there even is one. So I think that Chris Godwin's one of those guys, a utility wide receiver that you can use in different situations like that. So I feel like teams will be calling his, nut, uh, you know, calling his phone. If that's not a favorable quarterback situation for him in Tampa Bay, then I think he's out the door. I agree, and I think the best quarterback situation there is Tom Brady, who is most likely not going to be there. You know, definitely not. Whatever. Um, and if it's not going to be Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you don't make a trade for Russ. Try to get a veteran like him. Then I think it's Seattle. I think Godwin should go play in Seattle with with 
give give Russell Wilson another receiver to go with DK Metcalf, and um, let him do his thing, man. Let Russ do his thing. They said the relationship's getting better with with management. Him and Pete Carroll have a really good relationship. They're locked in. So, kind of like him. I kind of like Chris Godwin in Seattle. That's what I say. Rich, this one hits home for you a little bit. Orlando Brown Jr., offensive tackle of the Baltimore Ravens, who you need to protect your man, Lamar Jackson. They're saying best fit is the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, last place I want him to go to protect one of our rivals in the division. Not in, in, in AFC, not the division. But uh, Ravens got to keep him. That's my, I mean... I mean, I can't, you can't let go of a guy like that and, and give him to the Chiefs, you know, to help protect Patrick Mahomes when you have your own MVP quarterback that you need to, to, to protect, you know? Can't let the guy can't let the guy go, and if you let the guy go, can't go to the AFC. Yes. I go to the NFC. Get him out of there, you know? Right, what do you say? Uh I mean, I disagree. I think, he can come on. Like I think he can come on over to the Steelers. You know, we need hey. there you go. We need some help on the line, big guy like that. But yeah, no. If I'm if I'm coming at it from a Ravens perspective, I agree. You got to keep a guy like that. You can't let him go to a to a rival team, uh, especially you know, a instant competitor in Super Bowl. You know, contender every year, the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes and all those weapons that. It seems like every year what all they're missing is, you know, a strong, stronger and stronger line um, and some defense. But I think that uh, I, w- I definitely wouldn't mind him on the Steelers. But uh, anywhere else, I think if you're a Ravens fan, you know, you want him to stay stay in Baltimore. I hear that. Von Miller, best fit, Los Angeles Rams. I agree. I think he, he's got to go back there. I think he takes the minimum to go back there as well. Got all his boys there. They try to They try to run it back. What do you think? Yeah, running okay. back. Yeah, I say running back. Tyron Matthew, safety of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Is fit to stay there or go somewhere else? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah. I say go to the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. <laughs> I'm that's with, where I think we should go. The, that, defense needs, that defense needs a safety. Bad a guy like that in the back end, man. Oh, boy. I would love to see him as a Dallas Cowboy, Tyron, Honey, Bad- Honey Badger, Matthew, man. Yeah. You got anywhere, fellas? I, I agree with yeah. you. I like him on the Cowboys. I think okay. uh, that defense the really. <laughs> he say he said the Ravens. Oh. He's not happy with his safeties. See, I'm I'm cool with my <laughs> safeties. That's why oh, you yeah. can you can have Tyron Matthew. So, but oh. no, no, no. That defense is re- really solid at, at most of the other levels. I think that. Micah Parsons, you know, D-line, Trevon Diggs. I think if you, you get a solid piece at safety, that defense is going to be even scarier. Yeah, and I think Dan Quinn does great with a really good safety, you know. Yeah. We had Neil back there, and they took him from Atlanta. He was really good there. But, you know, we got, we got, we got issues in the line too. Randy Gregory, is he going to be back? Mm. Marcus Lawrence, is he going to be back? You know, Van Der Esch is getting close to, you know, what we're doing, what's going on there. That defense is going to be interesting to me. I, mean, I hope we retain some guys, and I'd love to add him. Odell Beckham Jr., Super Bowl champion. Odell Beckham, OBJ. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone's a good fit for the Chiefs, huh? That's what they say the best fit is. What do you think, Rich? Best fit, Odell Beckham Jr. I think he likes L.A. too much. I think he wants to stay there. Um, so he's going to, you know, if he has to take a pay cut, I think he would to stay there. Um, you know, that, that place, he, he played well ever since he got traded there. You know, he's quiet, just went out and played, had a good Super Bowl. 
So I don't think he's going anywhere. I think anyone that gets moved would probably be Robert Woods when he comes back. Yeah, I'm with that. I think he likes L.A. too much. Uh, I think he's an L.A. guy. I think he likes playing with Stafford. I think he likes his role on the team too. Um, he doesn't, you know, not a lot, of, not a ton of pressure, but every time he does well, it's celebrated. It seems like, and uh, I, I think he does. I think he st- should. I think he should stay in L.A. I say, L.A. is the comfy spot. L.A. is like you know, lamping, lounging, chilling, everything. L.A. even on the field, I feel like I agree. There's no not too much pressure on him, if any. Woods is going to be back next year. I think he stays there, though, Rich. Woods is going to be back next year. Cup's going to be there. Odell, oh, my gosh, he's going to get single covered, like, consistently. Oh, yeah. Um, That offense could be dangerous. But if Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be the man again, which is in him, you know, that alpha, that's what I mean by that, then maybe he jumps, man. And where does he jump? I don't know. Do you think there's a shot he goes back to New York since they kind of got rid of the GM and no. and all those guys? No? No. But there is another true team that plays in New York that if they get him. Uh-oh. Buffalo? Buffalo. Buffalo. I don't know about that. I don't think OBJ can play in that cold weather. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> you don't think he's built for cold weather? He's an L.A. Come on, guy. man. Playing New York for all those years. He got drafted. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah. Played there. he played there. Come on, dog. If you had to pick New York, Buffalo, or L.A., where are you going? No, no. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying the weather obviously is the crispiest there. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe he wants to be – maybe he wants to, you know, bounce around a little bit. Get a chip here, know. get a chip there. I'm not too sure his – like, I think you you laid it out. Uh, the com- It's the cozy place, the comfy place. You're ex- yeah. You just want to ring. You know, you like where you're at. I don't think his pride is that big, his ego is that big, where he just wants to leave somewhere else and be like, oh, I can go do it anywhere. I could go do okay. it in negative 10 degrees. Like, I don't think I don't think that's in him. He, he likes shooting not. commercials and, and hanging with Drake and LeBron. I think that's what he likes doing. <laughs> okay, good. Stay in L.A. then. Randy yep. Gregory, um, defensive end for the Cowboys. I think he stays. I think we find a way we sign him and he stays with us. I'd hate to lose that guy. Yeah. What are they saying? What were they saying is the best fit? Cowboys. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Um, Davion Clowney, best fit Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Say right now, I don't agree. I think Clowney's very talented still. And I think he got just enough talent left in him that if he gets to a situation like Von Miller did, I'm not saying the Rams, but like go somewhere where they're one. You know, defensive end the way you got from like, you know. How about the Chiefs? In, yeah, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs get everyone. <laughs> they everyone, need. De- I, I like. I like defensive players. Them looking for defensive players over offensive players. Like yeah. what this list is saying. You know, I, I feel like what you're saying with the Von Miller situation. He takes like a you know minimum or like a lower, just to try and win one here. Late, I. I don't know. I think it could be a decent fit. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. I definitely don't think Cleveland. I think that would just be another waste. Yeah. Another waste if of a year. He goes somewhere who's a contender, though. Agreed. Agreed. Stephon Gilmore, cornerback, best fit. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh yeah, I've been seeing this one. I've been seeing this one, bro. We need we need someone on the on the corners. Uh, I don't know what our situation with you know Joe Hayden's looking like, and uh, it's been bouncing around between you know all sorts of different guys and injuries on the other side. Cam Cam Sutton played a little bit, uh, um, but getting getting Stephon Gilmore, I'll Ooh. I would take that any day. So I, I like that Rick- one. I know you do, right? We think Rich the Gilly Lock coming to Gilly Lock coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, and just making that defense even crazier. I'll let him go to any other team but them. What about that? <laughs> go to the Steelers. How about this guy going to the Steelers though? Jameis Winston, best fit Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh man, I like it. I like it too. I honestly, I I said this, you know, when we had this conversation about quarterbacks before. Just. L- Give me someone who's not Mason Rudolph. Give me a gunslinger. I don't care. Give me someone. Someone who's going to push the ball. And I'll take him. What do you think, Rich? No, I, I agree. That was kind of one of the names that I mentioned, you know, one of the previous podcasts. You know, I think he's a good bridge quarterback. You know, he had success in New Orleans before he got hurt. And I just think that's kind of what you need in, in Pittsburgh. They got to, you know, Najee Harris, you know, he, he, he could do great things out of the backfield. So, you know, if you just get a quarterback that can make throws when you need them to, and you got a defense that can make stops, I think he, you know, quarterback like him would be a perfect fit. Yeah, man, I kind of like to see him there too. I think Tomlin would really know how to elevate his game as well. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about the draft, like the draft order, right? I just want to go one through. Um, let's through. Let's through one through ten, and I just want. Or, Let's do one through eleven, only because I want to hear what y'all think about what the commanders are going to do. I'll just fire. Would I? I'm going to fire a team at you. Ryan will get one. You'll get one. Rich, just tell me what position that team needs. Like, what do they need to draft? Right, you're going to go first with the Jaguars at at the first pick. What position in the Jaguars should should they try to draft? Uh, offensive tackle. I like it. Yeah, I like sure. it. Protect, protect, Trevor. Detroit Lions, Richard too. What do they take? Offensive lineman, I think, as well. Got to protect somebody. I don't know if it's going to be Jared Goff, but I think it's good for that team to start building the interior guys now while while you can. Don't keep wasting draft picks. Golf, golf's not horrible. You know, Swift's a good running back, so if you can get a better line to protect Golf a little bit better so he couldn't make a throw and he's not running for his life, and you're bettering the line to help Swift, you know, why not? I mean, I, I I think that's one of the best ways to rebuild the offense is by building your line. I like it. Right. Texans. Uh, I think they'd go with an edge rusher, one of the top edge rushers, uh, the guy from Michigan or the dude out of Oregon. I like it. I think, I think the Texans' defense is somewhere that should be built up. I think they also need an offensive lineman too, Rich. You want to you wanna jump in on this one or do you want to just go with your next one? What are you saying? I think they take a quarterback. At three, I think they shock everyone. Go quarterback. Who who they have? Watson's Watson's Davis not coming Mills? back. He's not playing there. You don't like Davis Mills? No. <laughs> they go quarterback. Watch. They're gonna go okay. quarterback. All right. I like it. I like it. Wow. I like a defender. I like a All defender. Right. right. I like. I like a rich. I like a quarterback too. I'm not mad at that. I think they need everything. I think the Texans need everything. They definitely so do. The Jets, Rich. Where where do they draft? <laughs> Um, 
a corner. Need a weapon. Nah, I, I, they do need a weapon, but the Jets won't go a wide receiver. Okay. So I, I was gonna say like a DB. They go. DB. Right, the Giants at five. Giants gotta go offensive line. Agreed. They haven't ever. They should start like the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> and like the Jaguars. Yeah. Bringing the Jaguars back, Rich. <laughs> Carolina Panthers, Rich. Where do they go? Position. Um, We've been going defense a lot, right? They have. Do they go a quarterback when they got Darnold? Or do they wait? I do think they, they can go quarterback. Do, do, but do they think there's a better quarterback coming out possibly next year with the kid from Alabama, Bryce Young, um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, they're not big fans of these quarterbacks coming out. Mm-hmm. So when you have a Sam Darnold, you kind of rock with him one more year and get like an offensive tackle or a defensive guy to, you know, better your team and wait till next year. So, okay, I don't know. That's a tough one. I'll offense tackle. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. For that for <laughs> Giants again at seven. Uh, I think they go defense this time. I think okay. they go cornerback. Yeah, I think that <laughs> due to Cincinnati and Sauce, Sauce Gardner. I think they go Sauce Gardner. Oof, I even call him one. Yeah, nice. I like it. Falcons, Rich at eight. What do they need? Defense. Everything. Yeah, defense. I think. Broncos at nine, right? Broncos at nine is a tough one. I think they go wide receiver. Uh, if if yeah. they if they have a quarterback, if they. Wow. If they have a quarterback, I think they go wide receiver. Yep. Uh, the dude out of I USC. I like them. I like uh, the dude out of Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. But you think they go defense, Mike? Yeah, I think they go defense. I think I think they lose in Von Miller. Uh, they gotta they gotta help someone out with with Chubb and Sertan is over there too. I think they gotta continue to build that defense. I think the offense is pretty nice. I like their weapons. I think they're just missing the quarterback. Okay. Yeah, I, I like often. I like Sutton. I like Judy. Um, like Font as a tight end. I think they got Javante Williams is a great running back. I think they got a decent line. Got to get quarterback, man. At least me, Rich. What do you think? Broncos quarterback or what? I, yeah, it's possible. If they don't get Rogers, what are they gonna do? I know. He said well, Bridgewater's probably. Yeah, Bridgewater's probably gonna be gone. I think a team's gonna sign him. And then you can't rock with Drew Locke. You already tried that multiple times and it failed. So mm-hmm. rock with Drew Locke. Can't get on it to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> Jets at ten. What do we? What do we think the Jets are doing at ten? Wide receiver, playmaker yeah. on offense. Yeah, help Zach Wilson out. And the Commanders at eleven. Quarterback. Gotta go quarterback. Yeah, definitely a quarterback. Yeah. Yes, Rich. Yeah, no, I agree. I was thinking, you know, I think me personally, I think that defense is pretty good with Chase Young and there's a couple other guys there. I'm drawing a blank now. The other, uh, yeah, Allen, right? He's on the line. Yeah, there. Sweat and the other dude from like Texas A&M or something that came out a while ago. Both dudes from Bama are all over there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think offense they would have to go and quarterbacks kind of the missing piece there. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's talk, let's talk NBA quickly here before we wrap up. NBA, some big trades went down, man. James Harden and Ben Simmons switch switch teams. Pretty crazy. Oh yeah. Um, 
talk to me about this. Who would you rather have? The team that the Sixers have now or the team that Brooklyn has now, Rye? Uh, I'm going to go with Brooklyn, honestly. And here's here's why. Because I, I think that Ben Simmons adds defense that that team needed. Uh, I think that they move him off the ball a little bit. Uh, I think that even when he has the ball, Kyrie likes to play the two anyway. Uh, he when people forget when the few games that Kyrie and Harden played together, Kyrie wasn't bringing up the ball unless it was you know unless he grabbed the rebound or someone outlet it to him. When it went through the basket, Harden was bringing it up. Uh, Kyrie likes likes to take the ball on the wing and you know go to work. So I feel like that'll work out for them. I love Andre Drummond going to the going to the. Nets, I think he's going to be a double-double machine for them. And they add a shooter in Seth Curry on top of Patty Mills and Joe Harris when he comes back. I mean, I, I re- and we're forgetting, can't forget KD uh, and whatever, you know, happens down the road with Kyrie. But I'll say, that, I'll say Brooklyn because I think Joel Embiid's playing at an MVP level. I agree. Um, but aside from him and Harden, I don't really like that team at all. You know, Tyrese Maxey's coming up uh he's a young guy but i think tobias harris now i think his role diminishes a little bit i don't think that works out for him i think he's gonna start seeing you know less touches obviously and i do i do think that when you are the sixers and you're yet to get over the hump you've yet to get over the hump i you do need to make that move but you fill you fill the role with a guy that has yet to do the same exact thing that you're looking to do so I think that uh, just you know surface level, we haven't seen either of the guys play yet, either of the teams play. But I think when it all gets put together, I think the Nets have the better have the better team. What do you think, Rich? Who, who are you taking the Nets team? Yeah, nah. I mean, what Ryan said, you know, pretty much summed it all up. You know, just you know going to Philly, I I, I still think that's a pretty good trade for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Embiid needed. A guy like Harden, I think Harden's gonna go back to the Harden where he's dropping thirty. I mean, he was in Brooklyn, but you know he's just you know he's just gonna be taking off over there like he was in in Houston. And uh, I agree. I think Tobias Harris is gonna take a hit because of that. But uh, I also think he's a good guy to have when when Harden is off a little bit. You know, he could step up in those moments and and score. He's a great player. So you know, definitely Brooklyn. I think has a better team and won that trade. But, uh, you know, Philly definitely, you know, they got something good as well. Yeah, if, um, if Philly wants to win this trade, they have to, well, Harden has to get um, Tobias Harris involved in, in a lot of these games, you know. Get him started early, you know, feed him when he's outside, get that guy, keep that guy happy because um, he could be a real powerful asset to that team. And Bede and Harden together, I do like that. I do like the pick and roll game there. I like Harden taking over the game at times. I like Embiid taking over the game at times. Um, I think they really helped themselves, but I think Brooklyn won. And like Ryan said, I think it's not – it's definitely Ben Simmons added to that team. I think it's a really big move for them, adding a guy like that playing off the ball. Like we've been saying for years, I think it's a really good move. But I think even more, adding Drummond and adding Curry – was huge for that team, man. Like, when you watch the highlights, if you've watched any of the highlights or the game, Brooklyn games, Curry is is just, it's a Curry show. 
He's drilling shots. I mean, he can because no one else is there right now. But when those guys are there and they do get him the ball, he's going to bury a lot of big shots for that team from here on out. When KD comes back, when they got Kyrie in the road games, um, it's going to be crazy, man, what that team could really put together. Uh, J- Josh John- James Johnson? who? What's his name, right? Yeah, James Johnson. James Johnson. Um, by the way, he's he's a black belt in, in like Taekwondo or something, man. Yeah. That dude's for real. The Ed and that guy was a nice move out of them, too. He's a big that could score. He's a big that could pass. He's energetic. He you know he comes off the bench. Like you know what you're going to get from him. I'm not saying they got – I don't think they got him in the trade, but just signing him. Mm-hmm. I just I just like where Brooklyn's at, man. I really like what they got. Um, I do. I like what the Sixers got, too, but I'm going to roll with Brooklyn in this one. Um, let's go Kings, Pacers. Let's focus on the Halliburton. Um, for Sabonis trade, who would you rather, Rye? Oh man, here here's what I'll say. I think for the spot that both of these teams are at, I would rather Halliburton. I would, I would, and I think that my reasoning is neither of these teams are going to win a championship in in the next three, four to five years. You know, uh, they have a long way to go uh, to even make the playoffs in in these next few years, and I think that with a guy with Halliburton's skill set and how young he is and his mindset of wanting to create a culture that is going to turn around an organization and be that guy that you know is I feel like he's a leader he's a young leader on he could be a young leader for a young team that's that's coming up and I think that the problem with the Kings is that they hate keeping their guys happy so um they ship off Halliburton who is openly vocal about wanting to stay there and wanting to be you know, a part of the transformation of that team. Now what's going to happen with Sabonis? You know, they they don't make the playoffs this year or whatever happens, they lose and he's gone. You know, teams are waiting to sign that guy. And a championship team is waiting to sign Sabonis or trade for Sabonis. You can't, He's not going to go to waste, you know, on a Sacramento team that won't make the playoffs. Halliburton was willing to stick it out for the long run and for to me, if I'm either of those teams, that's the guy I want if I'm, if I'm in the rebuilding stage. I think Sabonis is going to get dangled a nice, you know, offer or they're going to put together some picks for it for the Kings. And maybe that's their angle, but I don't know. Uh, right now I would want I would want Halliburton. I I agree with you. I think that the move for the Kings was um Sabonis is like the bigger draw if they if they cuz that's what they want to do. They, I think they want to get picks I think they, uh, like you said, they don't invest in their guys. I think Halliburton is the guy to build with, but the Kings know that they're not going to get as much for him as they would get for Sabonis. And I think I think that is the move. I, I really do agree with you there. Um, I would rather, at this point, I would rather Sabonis just because I think he could, like you said, he's one. He's he's the guy you add that guy. To a, you know, just say it was the Lakers. You know, if the Lakers mm-hmm. needed somebody. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, a team that's missing one guy. Say he goes to Phoenix, you know, Utah, somewhere like that. I, you know, Boston. Yeah. And, you know, Memphis. These teams that are, Charlotte, these teams that are playing really good. You imagine every, anybody who's got a really good team right now, you had that guy. Oh, boy. Dang, man. I like him in Charlotte. That was a nice one. Yeah, you know, like there's a lot of like, and and I say those teams because I think those teams are contending teams. I think those teams are teams that are getting really good really fast, 
and they're one guy away from the guys that they already got there. You know, the NBA, I think, has a good, even layer of players on teams at this point right now. Mm. Um, and then you got teams like the Kings who just don't even, I don't, they should move them. Yeah. They don't want to build anybody. They just want to trade. They just want to, I don't know what they want to do. No. They want to be my fantasy team, Mike's <laughs> fantasy team, which just gets guys and trades them. You know, it's not yeah. realistic. It's not realistic, Rich. Who who won, Sabonis or or Tobias or, or or Halliburton? Who would you rather? I mean, definitely Halliburton. You know, I was just looking at the the Pacers, uh, um, you know, lineup or, or roster. You know, they got a pretty good team. You know, with uh, Miles Turner, T.J. Warren, Malcolm Bro- uh, Brogdon, uh, mm-hmm. Buddy Heald's there now. Um, you know, they those are good good players. You know, they're just kind of. You know, Halliburton could be a, a superstar in the future. Definitely, you know, from what Ryan's saying with his attitude of wanting to be a, in, a part of a, you know, a rebuild and, 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 and help teams, you know, turn around. So um, I definitely would, you know, definitely rather a guy like that on my team. So, you know, I definitely think the Pacers won with that trade. And, um, yeah, the Kings, I can't really explain. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody else you want to bring up before we wrap up? Any other trades that you liked, disliked, or or were interesting? I like Serge Ibaka to Milwaukee. I thought that was nice for them. Yeah, McCollum to the Pelicans. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I was. That kind of leaves it wide open for for Lillard. You know, like is he going to go back to that team without CJ there? Yeah, a lot of speculation there. Portland, Portland's doing a, shipping off these guys and, and bringing in some younger guys. So I I don't know what they're going to go forward with but I, I really like the move by by Boston getting uh, replacing Schroeder I think this was a three-way trade I'm not exactly sure how they did it but they got Derek White from the Spurs somehow uh, I think GM or whatever title Brad Stevens is now president of whatever uh, I think that's a really nice move by him I think Derek White fits in really well with the Celtics team and being a distributor and um like you were saying, Mike, before we started recording, I think it was a good point. Uh, Murray's their guy now. That Murray's their guy. They want him with the ball in their hands, with, with the ball in his hands, bringing it up, distributing, running the offense. So I think Derek White found a really nice home, and, and that mat- that matches up real well. I agree, man. I agree. Respect the chat, bro. Episode yeah. six. We back. And we'll be back again next week. Rich's man, Rich, and you were in the chat, man, chopping it up. We recording Thursday. What we doing? So we, we've, been, we've, been, we've been coming correct, man. Yo, one last thing, though. Go ahead. Yeah. We can't. We, we, we can't ignore the shoeies we did oh, on yeah. Saturday night. Big winners over here. Two of us, man, getting that knockout on Derek Lewis. Me and Ryan, <laughs> we lived up to what we said. We did it. So oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they saw the videos on Instagram. <laughs> yup, Shui Vasa. I didn't have any. I was on my trip, so I didn't have any. Uh, didn't have any beer with me, but I was, right, you did it with the wine. I did it with the wine. Got it done. We made it happen, and uh, <laughs> I went three for three on my picks as well. My boy Izzy kept his title. Yeah, he, he's just too good for the. He he's too good for some of these some of these uh, middleweights, but. Um, yeah, Tuivasa came out with a huge, huge fight. He had to come back. Kenanier came out with a huge fight. He had to come back. He was down early. Uh, just overall, pretty, pretty good card. I was really happy with with the card as overall. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was a good card, man. The card coming up this weekend took a hit. Um, with Daryush, um, isn't able to go against Islam. 
Um, coming up here, though, we got the big one, Masvidal Covington, which we're all looking forward to, and we'll give you the analysis on that in later episodes. But we'll wrap it up for tonight. Respect the chat. Be back episode six. Peace, y'all. Peace.